It's the Slightly Crap Film Podcast with me, Howell Roberts, and him, Ed Southall. Hello, Hal. How are you? I'm all right. You? I'm very well, thank you. It's been a little while since the last one. Well, it, it has, hasn't it? It's been, we're, we're living still, mate. We're living in strange times, aren't we? Still. <laughs> we are. My brain is completely scrambled. I was about to say, it's the I Thought I Knew You podcast. <laughs> oh, those days are over. We've moved on. We've I progressed. I, I, I know you. I knew you. I will know you. We can, we can put that to bed now. So this is the slightly crap film podcast which um is our little exploration of some of our favorite movies that are generally considered a bit crap but not by us no we love them well we love a lot of them don't we yeah not every single one i think i've torn to pieces a couple of films on here before now but um yeah we've, we've it's nice to give shine a little light on uh, movies that otherwise get put in the dark yeah. by the critics and whatnot. No, that's a good way of summing it up, Ed. Have you yeah, been working you. on that? No, but I should have done. I, can I just make a suggestion? Please, yeah. will you put a top on? I'll put a top on I know you're in, dictionary I know you're in, so I can find my words. I know you're at home, but there's no reason. Because, uh, listeners, we, 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 um, we record these on Zoom, so I get to look at Ed and watch him while he talks. It's a lovely thing. Uh, one day we'll figure out how to re- well we'll record it and maybe we could post the recordings so people could just watch us we Which talked about weird. a live one didn't we one, once I'm not sure we'll have to do a live one one day well when everything gets back to normal in about 2029 what we can do is we can just do one in a pub yeah absolutely that'd be good wouldn't it well, the- well, I'm always happy to do something like that yeah I'm, I'm so, up for that so this is the slightly crap film podcast I I did a, a, a talk yesterday for a university, another yeah. university, and... Have you been playing away? Yeah, and the guy who introduced me is, is a friend of mine, like an online friend called yeah. Derek, and he introduced me and he was saying, Ed's a mathematician, he works at the University of Huddersfield, he's, he's um, quite influential on Twitter, he's got all these followers, he's a bit of a math celeb, and I was like, oh, that's very flattering, thank you. He said he's run, written loads of books, and he's got a podcast called The Slightly Crap Film Podcast. Oh, oh yes! Oh, well, that's nice of me to mention. And, he, and then he went, yeah, yeah, it's it's okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> Cheers, Derek. Yeah, thanks, Del. It's yeah, appreciate right. it. It's distinctly okay. You so see, I think that's that's at least a two-star rating. <laughs> you see, I think our, our podcast, that's the kind of that's the kind of uh, feedback we're meriting, is it? Just Absolutely. Like, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's we okay. are called the Slightly Crap Film yeah. Podcast, so you yeah. can take that one of two ways, can't you, you really? Can. You can't admit uh, that's part of our marketing <laughs> issue uh, that we might have. We're not very good at marketing, are we? And that no. surprises me, because in other aspects, Aspects in my life, I think I'm quite good at it. But yeah. having said that, we've, we've, we're, I think we're a bit of a cult following, haven't we? We've got a bit of a cult yeah, following. Did, did you notice the other day though when you, when um, when you did your talk at my uni with my new trainees? Yeah. At the end, you, you talked about all the different things that you do and where you can find you. Yeah. But you didn't mention this. No, and that's I, all right. I'm not bitter. Mm. But then in the chat, because because he was broadcasting live to Zoom as well. And you called them. You called them what was it? Zoomans. Or Zoomans. Zoomans. It's quite yeah. funny. And and Becky posted in that that I do that we do this podcast, and they were all like, "Yay!" And they all and they all yeah. took it. And I just thought you've missed a trick there. I missed you a trick. Really do you know what? I'm gonna. I might just throw it out there. I'm not. It's not like I'm holding it back or I'm embarrassed about it because I'm well, you certainly say that, the opposite. But, but you've changed your name on on Zoom to anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> I did a thing on Zoom the other day, right, to a load of students at, at Sheffield, and th- they had to be anonymous, so they were all X, 
They just had the letter X. Oh so when they were in the chat asking me questions, it was like, and, and I, I'd be like going, oh, I'm grateful for this question from um, X. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of X. I've, a I've lot had some funny Zoom moments in the last few months. I've done so much <laughs> online training. Yeah. Um, and I did some on, on, I won't say which course it was. It wasn't my course. And I was delivering this training. And you, you're picking up as you go along how to make these things a bit more interactive because the, the, the worry is they're a bit static when it's online. Yeah. And um, so I've started putting them in little, uh, like, what do you call them? Uh, sub rooms, uh, yeah. breakout rooms, yeah. it's called on Zoom. Yeah. And I said, right, I'm going to put you in, in, into groups of four. You're going to discuss this thing and, and do this task and then come back to me. And I figured out the timings to get them about right now, about four minutes if you're interested. Not five. Five's too long. Yeah. But what's really funny is, I don't know if you get this, but when I'm teaching on Zoom, you get, if you're lucky, you get about 70% of them with the cameras on. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more. Yeah. And I've seen online that loads of people are making jokes about how they've been teaching to just entirely people with the camera switched off except one person um anyway so they all go into these it's, it's a bit weird i mean you just get used to talking as if you're talking to yourself and, yeah and just uh, my other hint is don't don't throw an open question out on zoom because you're just left hanging yeah um <laughs> and it's really awkward really quickly anyway so i put them in the breakout rooms but they have to click to go into them yeah so you have to do something to get into it. And like there were 70 people and it's just whittling down, whittling down, whittling down. And then they're all in the breakout rooms except one. And that one doesn't have the camera on. And I'm like, they're going, uh, so you just need to click on the, uh, on, on the thing. And I'm talking to a blank face thing on, you know, it's just yeah. the, the avatar pic- yeah. default picture. And it's muted as well. I'm going, uh, you need to click on it. I'm just talking to myself. Are you, are you there? Are you there? And they weren't there. They're just pissed off somewhere. It's bang out of order. It's bang out of like, order, you've, mate. You've tapped in and you've just fucked off. It's wrong. It's wrong on so many levels, isn't it? I was like, it's your course you're paying for. My God. so if you're worried that people aren't there on your Zooms put them in breakout rooms and the ones that don't go into them and the ones who aren't there it's my little trick I've figured out it's bang out of order is that it's bang out of order isn't it well it was you how (laughs) (laughs) I think we both know that's that's a lie don't we (laughs) Mr X (laughs) anyway yeah it's wrong isn't it Zoom life I'm going to get a tattoo you know like Zoom life. life Instead of thug life, I'm having Zoom life on mine. Yeah, Zoom life. That's like that blur song, <laughs> Just isn't it? Just a picture of a weary face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, no, it's been... I'll tell you what, You, you we, before we just got started today, you, you said something about everything feels a bit one-dimensional at the moment, and I think... Yeah. And what did you mean by that? Well, I was worried, like... Every time we record these, we spend five, ten minutes at the beginning going, uh, you know, just, just a couple of areas that we might delve into. Um, and I think, what was it you asked me? You said, you said I'm going to ask you what you've been up to. And I was like, I'm, I'm a bit worried about that because my brain's really scattered at the moment. Yeah. And I can't even think about what I've done. And what little I have done is very one dimensional. I'm just kind of like, I go to work, I do my Zoom stuff, I do the kids stuff. Um and I managed to watch a couple of films and I've, I've written it down I've, I read a lot of books at the moment or audible a lot of books but yeah. it does feel like I'm a bit channeled and you could predict at this point what I'm going to be saying in the next one and the one after that and the one after that because <laughs> if you listen to the early ones of these podcasts we're, talk, we're talking about going to see Shakespeare and we're talking yeah. about going to yeah. see drama productions and going to the cinema that was a thing yeah um not anymore. <laughs> no, it's 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 actually. I I totally agree with you, and I and I get you, and I wonder if um, if um, the the cast folk they 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 feel the same. It's a bit. Mm. I, I mean, it is with work as well. It's like that's all we're doing is is we're going to work, and it work might be ace. But you might not. Be, you might be going to work in your in your like you are now, just in your in your swimming trunks in yep, your front room, yep. and, and and my nipple tassels. <laughs> Got, got to add a, add a bit of pajazz. Life, life's hard, isn't it, at the moment? You're having to do this online. It's the most demeaning thing I've ever seen. 
Um, yeah, you've, so you've got to pay the bills, Hal. You've got to pay the bills, mate. Um, we've all been there. Um, no, <laughs> not all of us. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, it is like that. And it, I mean, I'm just grateful at the moment. As and I know we've sort of chronicled this through the lockdown and so on, but I'm just grateful for work, and and I've been getting some work, so I'm I feel all right with with that. And it's 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 different sort of work, so it's been good for me because I've been able you, you're to teaching teaching flute, aren't you? Now? <laughs> no, but remind me to tell you about the bad parts. Just got to stay one lesson ahead. <laughs> yeah, that was me teaching German back in the day. I was one lesson ahead there, I tell you. And then that kid said, uh, you don't know what you're on about, do you? And I said, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, it's like that. And it, it's almost like... Do you know when they say mm. you used to have to make your own entertainment in those yeah. days? Well, yeah. it's a bit like that now. It's do, like. Do you find yourself like sitting in a, in a quiet room, just throwing a ball against the wall, like in The Great Escape? Steve McQueen. No, no. <laughs> I find myself. Well, at the moment, it, this week's been really interesting because um, I've been travelling again, like and work and travelling around, working mm. apart from Spread, today. Spreading the virus around. Spread being a super spreader. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm clean. Windows I'm down. Clean. I'm just, totally just... clear. I'm totally clear. I <laughs> know, uh, but the schools I've been going in, I tell you what, um, cracking. They've got it. They're all yeah. over it. Yeah. They're all over it, and you know I've had my temperature taken as I walk in, and all this business. Anyway, um, it, but it, it's it's a bit like work, work, and then the play bit. I, I, I don't know. I, th- I don't know if it's because we were in lockdown for a long time. Um, it's uh, it's like being back in the swing of it, if you know what I mean. But mm. the swing of it is is different, and that one dimensionality um, is present because you're right. We're not going to the pitches. We're not playing in bands. We're not doing gigs. We're not going out meeting folk. You know, just yeah. just a quiet night out down the pub. It's gone and the um, the, 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 the the I don't want to say the the glamour, but I can't think of the right word. The the novelty. There we go. Mm. The novelty of being in lockdown has long gone you think you think of the first two months yes and i think it was about two months it was a fairly lengthy period of time people people would be creating really interesting things online and you know you had all the videos of people singing songs on the balconies and things across like across a whole set of flats and houses um then you had the mixed ones like people singing imagine that didn't go well (laughs) Um, but that's that all dried up awful. now. We're all just like, yeah, this is just normal now, and it's yeah, a bit, and it's a bit that. Boring. That's it. But that's why your phrase one-dimensional just hits home because yeah, it's kind of the if you like the um, oh the lovely landscape, the rolling landscape of people having to be creative and mm-hmm. helping each other with mental health and doing all that. I think that's all still there, but it's kind of got flattened out now. That yeah. that rich landscape has got flattened as people, quite rightly, people. People have had to go back to work and they're having to really pay close attention to the safety of themselves, their families, yep. and, and so on. So there's just a load of... It's, it's pressured, isn't it? And, I mean, I was talking to someone this morning who looks after um, quite a lot of schools... Um, a sort of professional leader um, in the in the northwest, and and there's obviously a lot of pressure there at the moment. Mm. And she was just saying that you know normally very very straight laced, straightforward people are really struggling at the moment because I think, yeah, I probably, think that's the other side of it, isn't it? The yeah. other side of this is that people are just drained. Yeah, and I think it's that because suddenly it is the new normal I mean mm. we, literally as we we are recording this now and I'm sure this will be going out in the next few days but um, South Yorkshire Barnsley and Sheffield and, and the like they've gone into Doncaster it's just gone into tier three um, and I mean, has it actually I, gone into? I knew there was negotiations. Yeah, yeah no, it's just, Is it's that just this gone morning. In. Yeah, 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 just oh, this morning. Go. Co- just a couple of breaking hours ago. news. <laughs> yeah, if, if this comes out today, which it won't, <laughs> <laughs> which it won't. Yeah, yeah, breaking news two weeks ago. If I was in charge of it, um, yeah. So it's a bit of a, it's pressures all around, and yeah. you know, I've got interests in in, in stuff in a, in a pub and a brewery. Well, that's going to have a huge effect on us, and yeah. we've got yeah. like global LBC people like that ringing us and stuff a huge effect again because you've been through this before already yeah and all you want to do is look after people and and it's it's just it's like um, 
the odds are always stacked against you rather than oh, yeah. like, for just you. A, a microcosm of that at, at work. Um, yeah. They opened up the cafeteria upstairs in our building. Now, universities are essentially lots of schools and each school doesn't really interact that well with each other because because you just you just get consumed with your your school essentially like school of education school of engineering whatever and our school has a little cafe at the top um and they opened it up again um but no one was going to it and no one was going to it a because there were loads of train like not just trainees loads of students are being taught online for for the most part Mm. um and and b it's just awkward. I mean, you 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 came to to the to central to to have dinner there, and it's just a ghost town because you're not allowed yeah. to eat in the building and stuff. So there's a social awkwardness to to eating in in the building, and as a result of all of these things, um, just no one was going to it, and and I was going to it, and I, I felt like spending like a hundred pounds every time I was there. So like, oh my god, I'll just buy everything because <laughs> um, it's just sad. And, and, yeah. and lo and behold. Two three weeks later, they've got they're furloughed now because nobody was going to oh, them, right. and it's just tragic. And that's just a tiny tiny narrative of of the side that I think you and me uh, were lucky that we're not seeing as much of as, as other people. But God, it's yeah, it's, it's grim, isn't it? That's that sort of you know, if if, if you are struggling for employment or, or yeah. whatever, it, these are hard times. Yeah, they are. It's it's it seems. It's it's grim, isn't it? And I mean, what we can do, hopefully, is is continue to be creative and yeah. continue to try and do our bit. I mean, it's easy to say that when you've got some work coming in or you're employed. You know, there's a but. I don't know what your Facebook feeds like, but I, I know a lot of people who are freelancers like me, um, mm. but have got very specific skills. You know, and and those skills aren't being called for at the moment. You know, yeah. from actors to you know freelance writers and so on. That and I, they're struggling. I like, I like- I like the flip side that you're kind of inferring that you've got non-specific skills. I have non-specific <laughs> skills. And mate, if there's one thing I've got, it's non-specific skills. I've made a career out of my non-specificness. Go you, Hal. Mr. Go Vague. You. <laughs> you know what? I've just noticed you've got glasses. I don't think I've ever seen you with glasses on. I've got glasses on. I must have done. Because well, no, you passed no. 50. It's because I've... Oh, thanks for bringing it up. What a segue. Um, yeah, turn 50, mate. Turn 50, I know you can't believe it. In fact, I'd said that to someone again on the phone this morning and I could hear her falling off a chair in disbelief. Because she thought she, it was long ago. She th- No, mate. No, mate. She actually thought I was much younger. But the good thing is, it doesn't matter to me. That's what I've realised. I spent all of my 49th year thinking, well, I'm 50 now all my 49th mm. year so now I've hit 50 I'm alright did you say to people you were 50 when you were 49 yeah yeah, yeah I'm, I've started telling people I'm 40 yeah just just because I can't be asked with the with, with the transition no. <laughs> <laughs> but just like yeah yeah for someone in their 40s I'm like it's well, pretty I'm painless. in my 40th year so. it's pretty painless mate that's what I've discovered it's pretty painless and I and I were really, really disappointed leading up to it because mm. what I wanted was a big shindig with all my pals and that and and you and um, <laughs> and Didn't I, 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 can, just for the listeners, I had to invite myself round to your house on your birthday. I was going to mention, and that. I was terrified that I was going to arrive and you'd have like fifty people round, yeah, breaking, breaking all the breaking rules, all of the laws, and but, that you'd like nudge them out of the way and try and hide them and come yeah, out the door. There's no one like, here, oh, mate. Hi, Ed. Uh, Maria's got the television on loud (laughs) (laughs) no so it was very nice when you turned up mate it was very touching and um, I I absolutely you could have unlocked the door I could have come out from behind the fence but you know whatever (laughs) I didn't need that hazmat suit on probably that was over the top but it's what I got for my birthday escorting off the premises but you know it was a nice touch (laughs) it was great to see you I must just tell you what apart from uh, the tea bags that you got me my favourite present (laughs) were uh, one of my favourite presents off my family were I actually asked for them and I got them which was a set of bagpipes Wow. Oh yes, I yeah. bet your neighbours absolutely love you. Mate. Well, it's all right because I'm just using the practice chanter at the moment, which is like a little pipe. 
and I'm just practicing. Jesus, <laughs> Sorry, I just started laughing then. But I'm just I'm just practicing my fingering at the moment, if that's okay. And I'm practicing that, and I'm hopefully I've, I've got my bag, and I'm going to attach it all up. And I, I did have a go on the day, and I picked it up really quickly. Sounded pretty impressive. I've nearly nailed Amazing Grace, so that's the one that we're going to start. Just keep trying, mate. Sure, a future she'll, she'll succumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> Grace from behind Chippy <laughs> You keep practising your fingering I will right mate, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've gone to an area that I didn't expect there But, um, but yeah but just, the, the fingering is very important It is very important when playing pipes it, If you go to YouTube And just put something like Bagpipe Nightmare into the search is you get some absolute beauties <laughs> honestly of where it goes wrong so yeah so 50 was 50 is great and um, and it, it all worked out really nicely so um, but it was uh, it was just totally different to what I expected but it was still really nice so uh, yeah and um, the, the good thing I, was, I feel like you know, we need to explore what you said I bought what? you I didn't just buy you tea bags no no that sounds no. like a right crap present no you got no you got some I, bought him, I bought him like a, a Yorkshire Barnsley box of, of all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's brilliant. Everyone loves my A up face mask. It's just yeah, a face I've mask. Got, I've got an I'll do one. We're, brilliant. We're a partnership. It's brilliant. That's why I've got it around my head now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so actually, 50 was was is pretty mint. And, it's acceptable. And it's something that happened as well that was good, which I didn't expect was... Um, well, I got really spoiled, to be honest, mm. and and I got a 4K Blu-ray player, which OMG. was very exciting because I can now break out my Jaws 4K Blu-ray, which quite frankly has just been a shelf filler wow <laughs> you know alongside the super 8 have you got a 4k telly though because you need a yeah t- yeah yep. okay. and a 4k hdmi there's some please. funny there's got to be some jokes in here when we keep saying 4k yeah i've done enough smut for one podcast i think you have are you all right <laughs> I mean smut I mean I don't, I don't mind stir swearing, crazy stir smut, crazy you know, that's what's going smut on smut is different um, so that, that's that so bagpipes I'll, I'll keep you updated on my progress and uh, with them and the, right. the Blu-ray place, I was dead happy with that. And on my birthday, we watched some classic movies. The first of which was um, Muppets. I can't remember. My son just said, "I said, do you want to watch a film?" Thinking, really hoping he'd say the thing, you know. <laughs> thing. But he said Muppets, and I was like, "Okay, let's watch that." Oh and and it's mint. They're all mint. And then uh, he, he disappeared to go and do some gaming. Yeah, but which Muppets was it? It was the most recent one. Of most wanted Muppets Most Wanted where it's he's got a little mole it's on what? his cheek yeah it's got yeah, a mole. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it, yeah. it's like 90 minutes of it's alright you know I, I quite yeah. like it me and it's it's yeah. got that great way of like keeping kids happy but also winking at the, the oh adults. yeah you should watch the TV there's two new TV series they're both oh, really there? good yeah, oh, right, yeah. Plus. one of them is a bit more for the adults and it's a bit like The Office but Muppets <laughs> and it's dead funny <laughs> alright I'll, I'll definitely have a look at that and then there's another one that's much more like the original TV series oh. but updated oh, um, right. no, which I, is also funny but not as funny as the other yeah. for adults alright oh, I, I mean it, they are great those Muppets things and mm. I mean the one from a few years ago the sort of reboot one was just magnificent Magnificent, you know, I oh, am, yeah. am I a man or am I a Muppet and all that. Really oh, enjoyed amazing. that. So we watched that and then we watched um, uh, he, Tommy Went and then we watched uh, Local Hero. Which I still is, haven't seen that movie, you know. I know I've, I've mentioned it a few times. Um, it's just such a brilliant film and I really, really loved it. I've been saving it for like a few years. It's like a few years since I watched it. And it's just such a beautiful, brilliant, wonderful film. It's, it, I, I always get it mixed up with Accidental Hero, which is like Gina Davis or something. That's and Dustin Hoffman and, Dustin and Hoffman. Gina Davis, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and it's that's not, not so good. It's not the same. No. And um, we then finished it with. Um, um, we finished it with the, a, a great film. I really love it. it was Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Which is on Prime or Netflix, and it's the one with oh, him out of uh, Meet the Fockers and all that. What's his name? 
Um, Go on. No, Rob, Robert De Niro. No, no. The, the Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. That, his right. name just left my. But that is. That's usually a, my job to forget everything <laughs> and everyone. But that's such a. I'm just. I mean, I wasn't expecting to mention all this, but those are. Just, I'd, I'd be really interested to hear what other people thought of the Secret Life of Walter Mitty because I just think it's a joyous, lovely um, film, and it's quite. I know it's a remake and based on a, a famous book and stuff, famous story, and but it was. It's really well done. And, and great great fun so it's got Sean Penn in it so it's going to be alright isn't it with it's him it's going to be alright so, I like yeah. him I like a lot of his movies I they're, do. All, they're usually a little bit bleak but I like them yeah he, he kind of pastiches himself in it mm. in, in the film so I, I liked it because of his he's got this sort of cameo where he's got a really it's neat you know it's a neat little <laughs> cameo that he has so yeah so I've sort of drifted into talking about movies what what have you been watching mate um well, I watched some Steve Martin movies oh, based yeah. on the last one, but I'll bring those up when we get yeah, more yeah, into okay. the sort of reviewy bit. Mm. Um, but I've been, I've been, I can't use the right word for this now. I want to say reading, but audible, what, yeah. list, listening, listening to books. That yeah. feels weird to say. <laughs> People have been telling me stories. Thank yeah, you. yeah, um, and I've got through loads at the moment. So, uh, Catch and Kill with Ronan Farrow. That's all about how they got. Um, the Me Too thing and and un- undercover um, journalism to to get yeah. um, Harvey Weinstein and stuff. It's really it's a bit obviously it's a bit heavy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but what's really funny about that and like super irritating, but but the story holds it. You know, it's gripping because of the content. But Ronan Farrow is a journalist. Is um, Mia Farrow's son, I think. Um, yeah. And he he does the voice for it. He reads the story, yeah. but he does awful, like comically bad accents for when he's talking about people. And oh, he's no, American, no. so for example, he'll say, "And then James James Smith was a journalist in England, and he said, all right, governor, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I've got a story for you.' <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're just like you what? <laughs> and, and then even to the point where he'll like impersonate a, a girl, like that is a, a, a woman that he's interviewing or something, and be like, and and uh, Charlotte, she was a she was a mean lawyer, and she said to me once. I don't think you should do this anymore because I'm a girl. <laughs> that that like, reminds me. What of, are you doing? If if you get the chance to watch some dubbed Italian horror films, <laughs> what they used to do if there's a kid in the film, like there is in some of the, like, I think um, one of them, The Beyond, quite a famous one. There's a there's a there's an excellent example of a grown adult imitating a child. <laughs> so in front of you, you've got this clearly a kid in front of you, but then their voice is like. <laughs> If there's a little boy there, you'd be going, Hello, I don't know what's going on here. There's some monsters. And it's clearly a bloke doing a little boy's voice. It's just brilliant. I just felt bad because it's such yeah. heavy content. I thought, if yeah. you are one of the people he's describing in this book, you'd be well pissed off. <laughs> you'd be like, I don't talk like that. <laughs> anyway. Um, Tales of Earthsea. I've I've got through two out of the three of the main trilogy of that. I love that. Yeah. Um, although the second book's not as good as the first one. Right. Um, the Elements of Eloquence, which is a fantastic book by Mark Forsyth, all about the way in which we use language mm. and how to make it feel more appealing, and all the the terminology for the types of prose uh, that people use, and yeah. it really picks apart Shakespeare, and it's. Absolutely I'm glad you've read that. Al's <laughs> <laughs> just looking at me like like he's died inside. Um, <laughs> no, we need to speak better, don't born, we? Me and you. <laughs> born standing up, which is the one you recommended by Steve Martin. Ah, oh, um, it's been a, obviously a bit of a Steve Martin theme. Yeah, I like that, but I felt bad because I I used up a credit. I don't know about you. When yeah. I use my credits in Audible, I'm like, if it's less than seven hours long. I don't want to really waste a credit on it mm-hmm. and it's like four hours long but it's alright I did it for you Hal thanks and it I is quite, good it is good I quite like the fact that it's not too long I've just mm. I've just got one on Audible and it's something like 19 hours oh my god 
I'm not going to be able to go to bed. Is that the Bible um, parts one through twenty-eight thousand? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's in three um, languages. It's good that Steve Martin <laughs> book. I like it, and yeah. I, I liked it because much like the Louis Theroux book that I mentioned a few podcasts ago, it's like he's sitting in the car with you because I listen to him in the car. So mm. it's like he's sitting with you, just reading it out. I, I really like it, and I. And his voice, Steve Martin's voice, is uh, I find it quite, it's quite lush, isn't it? You know, it's, it's I think it's calming. really comforting. Yeah, yeah, yeah I really. Someone told it. me my voice was calming the other day. I did a training session. And in a prison. In a prison, yeah. I love your voice. Yeah. Derek, Derek from Talk B-Wing. Talk to me more. <laughs> Derek can, you re- can you record some audio for me to listen to at home? I like, like in my cell. I like, I like, I like your mouth, Ed. <laughs> That's even better. Um, and she, she came up to me afterwards and she said, have you, she said, have you heard of the meditation app? And I'm like, no, I don't know what you're on about. She said, oh, it's, your voice would lend itself really well to the app. It's very soothing. And I thought, is she just telling me that she wanted to sleep when I was talking? I don't know. So maybe I've got a voice for podcasts. Out. You have, mate. You have. And yeah. uh, I know for a fact that we help people go to sleep. Oh yeah, well it's yeah. it's something we do, you know. And we're happy to fulfil that service. No one ever gets to the end of one of our podcasts. We've got it on the not thing, even us. We? <laughs> <laughs> they all cut off after yeah. about twenty five minutes. Well, do you, <laughs> you got anything else to say? Not really. All right then, yeah. bye. <laughs> so, what movies have you been watching? Because um, you've been, or have you just been listening? Have you listened to any listen, movies? Mostly. Mm. No, I watched a couple of Steve Martin ones that I'm going to get on to. Okay. Um, the last book I want to talk to you about is, oh, is all, the, all the Pretty Horses, oh, which yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm nearly at the end of. Mm. This is a Cormac McCarthy book, who, and he wrote The Road, which we've talked about a million times over the yeah. last year or two. Yeah. Um, and I, I bought this book... And I started reading it years ago, and I just couldn't get through it because it's a really weird style of writing for right. that particular book. Um, he just breaks all the like the the conventions of how you're supposed to write. So he will have half a page with almost no punctuation in it, and <laughs> like there's twenty ands in in this passage of text, and the so and so and so, and the so and so, and the this happened, and the that happened, and it's a bit tough going really to right. read it. But on Audible, it's lovely to hear because it's, it's very oh, much right. like someone telling you a story and then this happened yeah. and then this happened. And, and it's so deep, like the, it's the finest, finest detail ever I've, I've ever read or, or heard oh, right. someone reading. Um, and you really, really just are in the room with the characters a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, so the Audible version of it was absolutely well, still is. I haven't quite finished it yet. It's just magnificent. Oh, right. Um, and I, I know I was telling you this slightly earlier, but I'm just going to go mm. through it again quickly. I had this weird moment when I was listening to it. I was like, this bit of this story sounds really familiar. I think I've I, I've seen this. Yeah. And I had actors in my head, like, I, I think it's this person, that person. And I looked it up. Turns out, at some point in my life, and yeah. I now know between the year 2000 and now, yeah. I've seen on the telly maybe 25 minutes of the movie of this book yeah. <laughs> and then switched it off. <laughs> so I'm reading it going, this is really familiar. What is going on? And that's what it was. So it, it was made into a film in 2000 by Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. Um, and it's got Penelope Cruz in it and Matt, Matt Damon. <laughs> Um, but it's a brilliant book I love the book yeah. I absolutely love it and, I, and I've really enjoyed listening to it I listen to it in the car when I take my kids to school so they have yeah. to kind of listen to it as well right um, that's been it's, fantastic well that's I'm, I'm going to check that out because do you know sometimes I mean our you know listeners to the podcast that perhaps you, you've got um, Audible or perhaps you're considering it I, I think it's a really good um, app and it's a good way of mm. basically I know we, we've, we've talked about reading and listening to books but it's a good way of consuming um, literature I think and it's yeah. especially um, if you, you, you're pressured a lot of the time or you, you feel pressured and actually the, the only downtime you've got is when you can put either plug some earphones in or, or you're driving you know yeah I, I, I have to say it's been a massive benefit to me to be able to 
consume is a great word consume all these books because yeah. I've, I've been terrible at reading books over the last mm. god 20 years yeah um i could probably count the number of novels that i've read um with my fingers and toes mm. like it's probably maybe one or two a year at best yeah um mainly because i find i just well i think i've talked to you about this before mm. i i struggle to follow the characters when i'm reading a book and i have to basically take notes if there's more than five or six people in it right. I'm just like, i don't know who that is anymore i've completely <laughs> forgotten um and just finding the time and the space especially now i've got three kids it's mm. just it just doesn't happen no um whereas now you know you can you can have a bath and you'd be listening to it. you can be in your car and you're listening to yeah. it you can it could be an evening and and you're reading it sounds bizarre like you, you you're scrolling twitter or whatever and you're listening to the book at the sense it just allows you to do two things at once in yeah. a way um, yeah. which it kind of gives you that time to do it that said it's actually had a knock-on effect and i am reading a book like real reading a book alongside this stuff as well so i just seem to be consuming more overall which is lovely what what, um, maria my wife's doing is um she's a counselor and she's reading a lot of psychology books but they're very dense and they they they, they come and (laughs) i look at them and think how can you read that look at size of it look at state so but she she's the one that got me into audible because she was listening to the books these sort of i don't know counseling psychology books and things she was listening to them first and mm. then getting them so that she can get their she can use them then for reference yeah. but she's been listening so and i thought that was quite an interesting way of, of doing it but um, I, I think the, the the point is that audible's pretty cool and and you know and i've got a book on that's coming to audible i'm just saying you know i'm just saying ed I'm just saying just throwing it out there well, what made me laugh about you doing your Audible book was it made me think, oh, maybe I could do one of mine as Audible. Puzzles. I don't think, I don't think, I don't think a maths you, book would work. You, on you have to, you have to imagine think how, a figure. Yeah. X is on the left hand side. <laughs> y is also on the left, but slightly higher up. Yeah. It's like, I did think that, you know, mate. I honestly did think that when I, when after I'd done it, and I was like feeling really good about it. I think maybe Ed should do this, and I thought, there's no way. No, because it, it's all, you know, there's all that, there's all the description because I had a couple of things that I had to describe and yeah. uh, you know and I did it and stuff but it was uh, but it was only a couple of diagrams who, who the hell wants to read out a page of proper <laughs> abstract maths imagine x equals 2 plus 7 squared you know just no yeah. no no that's funny then anyway great right, right, so we should probably move on order of business the, uh, yeah the yeah. main feature so shall we have a little pause for our super jingle yeah go on Slightly quite crap films. How's that? Oh, God, I love that so much, <laughs> mate. It's just so brilliant when you edit when you edit it. My my recorder skills are probably on a par with your bagpipe skills. Oh, your fingering is just far more professional, I'd say. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah. Look, right. Come on. So, have, so you, have you picked up the comments on Twitter about Mr. Martin? Yeah, we we talked about Steve Martin last time. There was a bit of like we threw it out. Who who thinks this about Steve Martin and who agrees with us and things like that? And you'd you'd taken on LA story, which I'll come back to in a minute. But mm. um, a lot of the things, you know, we had. Um, I'm just looking down very quickly. Our friend Venkat, Venkat, uh, they they came straight back with cheaper than the dozen or cheaper by the dozen cheaper by the dozen cheaper yeah. by the yeah. dozen I think uh, I saw that in the cinema yeah I've never seen that and and, and actually what I realised by looking at the comments and talking to you is I've not seen a Steve Martin film for a long time <laughs> uh, lovely Beth lovely Beth our good pal she said a, a simple twist of fate I think it's called uh, which mm. is an updating of um, a classic tale um, Ma- um, Silas Marner I think it is um, an update retelling of that right I, I after been revisiting all of these yeah well his his um, CP as it were yeah I, I forgot about some of the big hits he had that I never watched because I thought they'll probably just be really crap right. um, the Pink Panther he did two Pink yeah. Panther movies didn't yeah. he Sergeant no one, Bilko no one's got anything well? nice to say about those no but they were big hits and were, were they this, hits 
Well, I mean, it did a sequel. You, you don't yeah. do sequels if the first one doesn't make no, any true, money. No, true, true, true. Um, and listening to his, his biography, um, it seems clear to me that he's made a bit of a conscious effort to move away from the sort of slightly slapsticky mm. silliness of his 80s movies. Yeah. Um, some of his 80s movies. In fact, let's be honest, pretty much all of his 80s movies. Yeah. Um, he's started to move away from those. So so it, 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 they're still in there, like Father of the Bride and Cheaper yeah. by the Dozen. Those are very much in the vein of parenthood, essentially. Yeah. Um, but not quite as good. And when you look at some of his later films, the reason I think a lot of his later films um, are overlooked or, or or deemed to be crap yeah. is, sorry Steve, is that, <laughs> is that some of them are trying to retread that ground when people have moved on a bit from that sort of comedy. Yeah. And, you know, some of these are coming out at the time when Ben Stiller has started this whole other movement of sort of, I don't know what you'd call that genre film, but you know they they basically had like a whole Saturday Night Live crew yeah. of new newish comedians on the scene, like Will yeah. Ferrell and yeah. um, Owen Wilson, yeah. And they just did movie after movie after movie together, yeah. Um, and that just kind of consumed comedy, yeah. I think. And Steve Martin's movies just got pushed out because, frankly, they were nowhere near as good as as these new ones, yeah. Um, but in his later, like 2000 onwards, a lot of the movies Steve Martin starts to do are like light comedies and semi-serious mm. roles and things. And I think he's, he's made a conscious effort to try and move in a slightly different direction. I don't know whether it's quite worked for him or not. But well, yeah. no, I, th- I anyway. think I think you're right, and and I think that's a good summary of it, really. Um, and certainly, um, you know, he did that David Mamet film. Uh, the Spanish Prisoner, which was mm. a, a, a I tried series. to watch that, but you can't get it over here. Uh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Some films just disappear. I know yeah. the future is streaming, but it's not because <laughs> yeah. it's, some films are really hard to find, and you'd think that would be quite an easy one to to track down. Yeah, I, I, um, I had to pay thirty five pounds if I wanted it to have it shipped from the US. As I like, know, well, yeah. I imagine I think it, well, it's got a pedigree to it, and I've never seen it, but it's one that when you messaged me about it, um, Ed, I, I, it's one I thought, God, yeah, I'd, I'd actually really quite like to watch watch that now mm. but I mean that's that's from 23 years ago um, the other ones that have come in um, let me just have a look here Martin Noon the Nooninator he's um, <laughs> he came straight back with House Sitter with Goldie Hawn yeah that's a good I think that, I think there were two movies that he did with Goldie Hawn House yeah. Sitter and then another one about 10 years later which was very similar you know like how Tom Hanks did You Got Mail after Sleepless in Seattle yeah it was like big hit let's take the cast and, yeah. and put them in something else it, I think it was a bit like that yeah um, but yeah House Sitter's another kind of quirky yeah silly movie I, I've not um, seen that obviously I've not seen that for years um, yeah uh, Victoria Casson on Twitter she came back with one of my favourites which is Planes, Trains and Automobiles Um, just just classic so thanks for that and um, James Hawkins the Hawkinator he he came back in with um, again just one that I remember from being a young'un The Jerk which I think we talked about that was his first Um, movie wasn't it it was and and I don't know if I dare watch it again now under under the (sighs) modern lenses because isn't it it's it's all about him thinking he's black is that no it's that's it it was like I was the the first line and forgive me if I say this wrong but he, he says I'm the I was the only white child of a poor black family. Right, right. And it starts right. with it, and he hasn't got any rhythm. So there's some, there's, you know what, there's some difficulties with it, but of its time, you know? And yeah. Not as many as Blazing Saddles, I imagine. No, no, no not at all. <laughs> not at all. But, I mean, I mean, there's a diff- there's other podcasts that can unpick all that. Sure. For me, the jerk was is just silly and just yeah. really funny you know when yeah. he's getting shot at at the petrol station and all <laughs> the cans are exploding with bullets and he's going look at the cans they're exploding everybody <laughs> watch but actually it's someone trying to kill him <laughs> M.M. Walsh I think is trying to assassinate him so I, I've, I mean again it's been over 20 years since I've watched that mm. But so I'm grateful for well we're grateful for James for getting in touch but the, 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 the standout tweet probably was from our mate from Irvine, California, Ed, 
Ed put up a good, good defence, and and we're grateful. Oh, I was just Ed Walters. Yeah, Ed Walters. He's a good friend of mine. Is the is brother he? of um, is the brother of my my wife's best friend from school. Um, that's like that's yeah, follow like, that diagram. That description there was like something from Victorian <laughs> England. Yes. <laughs> well, well, Ed put up a solid defence. I thought for LA Story. Yeah. However, I'd still say that it's. I, I don't. Do you know what? I nearly went and dug it out of my DVD collection and so, someone else take it to the it charity well, shop. Did someone it? else did yeah oh, um, forgive me it slipped through no I can't remember it was a, one of my maths friends who lives who's American and lives in LA essentially oh, right. And but he kind of hinted that it was very full of in jokes LA-ness. about LA which yeah, yeah yeah so when when we're ready to make you know West Yorkshire lockdown <laughs> movie you know that we're going to sell to the states Skelmanthorpe stories <laughs> Shat story. Shat story. <laughs> Everyone calls Skelmanthorpe shat, don't they? I can't remember why. I do. Yeah. It's not that bad. Oh, yeah. Shat. Shat story with me. <laughs> Ed South. Ed South. Jodie Whittaker will be in it. Yeah, she'll be in it. Yeah. Yeah, she'll be in it. She won't yeah. mind. As is um, Cersei. She's from Shat. Yeah, they both went to my son's school. Yeah. Yeah, so um, there's like pictures of them up around school. Yeah. Anyway, right, I'm going to talk about the two Steve Martin movies that I watched. Okay. And then we'll put Steve Martin to bed. Yeah. And then can we talk talk about our special, our special next episode? Yeah, absolutely, we can. Yeah, yeah. cool. So the the first one, I tried to pick unusual ones and ones that were kind of recommended. And one person, again, I can't remember the name, I'll have to put it in the comments or something, um, said to me, um, he said there's a film called The Big Year and yeah. it is one of the best most overlooked Steve Martin movies of the last 20 30 oh, right. years and I was like that's pretty you know, that's a pretty solid defence for a movie I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm interested yeah you've piqued my interest yes um, so and I couldn't find it it's not a streaming or anything so I actually bought it wow <gasps> I paid oh. a whopping £10 for this movie flipping out with Jack Black in is it oh my god the cast is amazing for this movie yeah so it's got Jack Black in it Steve Martin Owen Wilson um, and Rashida Jones in it Rosamund Pike in it Diane Weist in it oh I like her um Angelica Houston in it Brian Dennehy is in it I like it's like as well. the most amazing yeah. cast I was like this has got to be absolute gold I mean how can you how can you go wrong and I know you by saying that you're thinking <laughs> I'm setting this up to say it's shite I bloody loved it did you it's art oh, I, I've got such a soft spot for this movie so the big year is I don't even think I don't know if this is a real thing I suspect okay. not but it's a term used in the movie for someone trying to see the most this isn't going to sound interesting to see the most bird (laughs) most bird species in a year right it's a bird watching movie okay right yeah and the Jack Black and Steve Martin and Owen Wilson are all characters trying to win this the big year so they're travelling all around the US trying to bird spot yes as many different species as they can Right, that's yeah. the premise of the movie, and it sounds ridiculous, right? Um, and it's 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 an interesting genre for me. It's, I would call it a light comedy, and I think yeah. light comedies die a death. I don't think anyone's got any interest in light comedies. I don't think yeah. they ever do well in the cinema. Yeah, I don't think anyone classes them as comedies. Yeah, and if you do class them as comedies, people are always left disappointed because they watch it expecting your your. You know, you, you you Ben Stiller type comedies yeah. like Zoolander and stuff. Yeah, and you just get nothing anywhere close to that level of laugh out loud. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably one of the reasons why I've never heard of it. I just think I just think light comedies don't don't do well, which is a shame because I think they're a great little genre. Yeah. Um, and it's just nice. It's just lovely. Like it's funny, but it's never you know fall off your chair laughing funny it's not that yeah. kind of movie and it's it, it's just like little quips and things and just just s- some scenarios are slightly silly but it's not setting up in every scene a comedic moment no um it's not all like set piece comedy or anything like that um and the characters are just really interesting so you've got Owen Wilson who's this guy who um has won this thing before and he builds his whole life around being 
the main man of this this little niche yeah. thing of bird watching um, and he's like the celebrity within that little world and you see like the drama behind it is you see how much he's had to sacrifice to, to pursue this thing and he's got like a, a wife who's trying to get pregnant but he's never there because he's always going off and yeah. doing all this he's just obsessed with the, the competitions and stuff so there's a nice little drama narrative yeah. there you've got Jack Black who is who's got like this um, talent for, he's been obsessed with bird watching his whole life he's got like this this supreme talent for hearing yeah and being able to identify <laughs> like here's a bird yeah. he can identify it straight away and his background is that he's got Diane Weist and, and Brian Dennehy as parents and Brian Dennehy thinks he's a massive failure and disappointment and he's obsessed with bird watching what the hell is he doing mm. Diane Weist is far more sort of encouraging but he essentially is a bit he's in a bit of a dead end with his job and he just goes right sod it I'm going to do this thing for a year and has to borrow loads of money to do it yeah and then the third character Steve Martin who plays and I'll, I'll come back to this point in, in the next one he plays a millionaire who's a bit um you know fed up he's, he's on the verge of retirement and he's like I've really wanted to do this my whole life I feel like I've left it too late but it's now or never yeah and he's constantly battling with his company going we need you in these meetings otherwise these things are going to break down and him yeah. going I can't do that I'm trying to do this thing um and they form friendships and so on and but it's just it's just really really nice and all three of the narratives have nice um, arcs story yeah. arcs yeah. Um, satisfying ones anyway I'm not sure I'd say nice for all of it um, and it's just a great movie I just I just really really liked it but it gets hammered on Metacritic does it um, it gets hammered on Rotten Tomatoes oh. um, but when you read like user reviews a lot of people say I don't know why this is getting such a bad rep it's such a great movie and I'm definitely in that but- camp um, my kids watched it and they loved it and for children to watch a light comedy and enjoy it I think mm. is remarkable you know they're exp- if anyone needs the silly gags it's them mm. um, yeah. but I mean one of them talks about watching it again because there's, there's an extended version of it which I think is hilarious <laughs> and he wants to watch that well um, so what two you- thumbs up for Big Year yeah, well, I think that's lovely to hear, mate. And and the thing is, it's it is. I love that description that you've made of the light comedy, and I think that's what um, when you said that, I think that's what I'm talking about with um, the the film, the Ben Stiller film I was talking about mm. earlier. Um, is there's just such a lightness of touch to it, and it's yeah. gentle and not cruel. Yeah. Yeah, which I absolutely. think a lot of comedies are they're, they're cruel and don't get me wrong I quite like that cruelty sometimes <laughs> you know and but but um, sometimes you do it's quite good for the soul film like that you mm. just described now I'm going to briefly talk about the other one I don't have as much to say mm. about the other one so the other one I watched again was a slightly different comedy or it's listed as a comedy I don't think it's a comedy at all really it's called Shop Girl um, and this is an adaptation of a Steve Martin novella which apparently was a very yeah. successful debut novella, and he's in it as well. And it's got Claire Danes in it and Jason Schwartzman. I'm mm. not. I don't know what to make of Jason Schwartzman. He's in a mm. lot of movies that I kind of like, but mm. I also kind of don't like. And this this film kind of fits in that genre um, or that category, anyway. Yeah. Um, and I, I've got a few issues with this film. Most of my issues with this film are because it's written by Steve Martin. Yeah. And he plays in it again, a disillusioned millionaire. And right. I'm st- so I, after watching the other one, like back to back, I'm like, he's got an issue here. He is yeah. the disillus- disillusioned millionaire. Um, and he and Jason Schwartzman are both people who are infatuated with this Claire Danes character who's a sh- who works in a shop. And Jason Schwartzman's character is like this loser who doesn't get how to speak to women. Um, but she's she likes him and she's kind of drawn to him a little bit because she's just fed up with life and then and she's getting attention and then Steve Martin comes in and it's like the polar opposite and he's like you know taking her out on, mil- on like expensive meals and all this kind of thing um, and she shacks up with him for like most of the movie yeah but and and it's just weird I mean this sounds weird to say but there's there's a sex scene in it between Steve Martin and Claire Danes and it's really awkward to watch because he wrote this and because you really feel that he is that character the disillusioned millionaire and he's basically 
shagging this 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 beautiful shop girl. It just feels weird to watch. Yeah, and it's it's it feels very very similar to the two Bill Murray films that came out almost back to back, Broken Flowers oh, yeah. and Lost in Translation, which are very similar mm. themes of like disillusionment and and n- re- just feeling nostalgic about the past and trying to find meaning in, in the present and so on um, but it just falls a bit more flat with Shop Girl I mean I, I wasn't that fond on bro- of Broken Flowers and I know Lost in Translation people feel very sort of Marmite with that and yeah. I, I actually love that film right. um, but Shop Girl was just I don't know it doesn't have enough comedy to enjoy it and it's just got a lot of awkwardness about the story for me yeah um, I think as I say partly because he wrote it it just feels too close to him for him to be in it but yeah I don't know it, it's it's not I mean from what you've said I'm not that bothered about watching it but I remember <laughs> the book I remember the book coming out and, and stuff and the, you know and that you sort of expect it now you know one minute they're a stand up comedian being very silly next minute they're writing sort of middle aged angst books which are you know like you say some sort of therapy for themselves (laughs) yeah well well as as we said at the near the beginning of this this episode i I think it's these movies are him moving toward him Mm. not being comfortable with with his past and being i mean i think he's comfortable with i don't think he wants to be that steve martin anymore he wants to be the more mature everyone take me more seriously kind of steve martin um but anyway big year two thumbs up shop girl meh <laughs> well, <laughs> that'll do, mate. That'll do. To be fair, you've you've really committed yourself ably to your Steve to Steve Martin, the theme of Steve Martin. I committed myself to buying um, the marvelous man with two bla- brains on yeah. Blu-ray just before my birthday, so my mum could wrap it up for me for my birthday, <laughs> <laughs> which I remember watching on repeat on VHS when I was a young lad, yeah. uh, and I loved it. And the baddie is played by a friend of the podcast, David Warner. And I say a friend because we talk about him every so often. And and so, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch that at some point. Um, I've watched some movies, but we're running out of time now, but it doesn't matter because... Well, I think you're going to have fun yeah. and sense next episode. So, well, yeah. the movies I've already watched. I'm, uh, next time, everyone, we, we, what we're trying to do, uh, dear friends, is we're trying to get um, another episode together that will come out for Halloween. And what we'd lo- love you to do, your homework, if you like, is to let's let's hit up some horror. And now, remember the remit of the podcast is with a slightly crap film podcast so (laughs) what we don't need really is recognised classics but if you want to show how much you know because I mean I like doing that sometimes but if you if you want to hit us with some classics hit us with those classics but also don't forget for every classic in the horror genre there's a hundred and fifty thousand slightly disappointing films (laughs) slightly disappointing horror lots of terrible imitations yeah and rip offs and re re boots and stuff like that I mean I watched a film and it's free at the moment on Prime it's called Inbred which does exactly what it says on the tin but it's set in Yorkshire is two words no it's one <laughs> and uh, I just made it sound like two but it's what it's what it's blessed with is it's filmed in Yorkshire so oh, it's filmed in Thirsk and if you want to see a film where well I, do you know what we we'll, may talk about it next time I'm not saying it's great in fact it's not it's slightly <laughs> crap but it's got a good cast and um, a good pedigree and um, what we'd love to hear from you now so get on the Twitters and the face class just let us know the, the the classic films that may have passed people by and this I know just from some of the Twitter conversations we've had in the past there's a lot of knowledge out there of these sort of sleeper movies these cult films I know uh, Ed and I we have a bit of a we love a bit of horror um, we do I think we debated at one point whether we just have a horror podcast I mean we there's did. many of those out there but yeah. yeah there's loads of those and there's loads of good ones out there but let's just have a, a nice little Halloween special um, Ed says that he's going to dress up as a ghost, which will be nice. Um, we're looking forward to <laughs> that. I just mean I won't be there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it'll just be me banging on. 
um, yeah so um, let's do that next time so yeah that's been great and it's been great to do the cast I, I, I feel less one dimensional now than oh, I good. did at the start so thanks well I'm, I'm, I'm going to put out the film that I'm going to watch okay. I'm going to watch a film called Franken Z oh, which, right. is, yeah. uh, which is which is definitely caught my interest it's a puppet horror that came out about two weeks ago <laughs> Um, and yet, it, it, to watch it is quite awkward. You have to pay to to a film festival. It's oh, obviously right, been yeah. and gone. It's online, yeah. um, and you pay like fifteen dollars or something, and you can watch an exclusive yeah. um, show of this 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 film. But it, if you want to look it up, if you want to try and you know, I'd be really interested in other people watching it as well and, and having a chat with them about it. Um, Franken Z looks <laughs> fantastic, so that's going to be. Um, mine, but I think you're going to dominate the next one, which is absolutely fine by me. Not at all. I look, I look forward to it. So, everyone, listen, stay safe because it's a bit bonkers out there at the moment. So, look after your sends. All right, Ed, look after your send, won't you? Harry, lad. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. See you later. See you, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. The Slightly Crack Film Podcast was brought to you by Hal Roberts and me, Ed Southall, in partnership with our wonderful sponsors, Freaky Frank's Fungal Foot Powder and Simon's Fish Bazaar, where every fish is an awkward surprise. Find us on Facebook at Crap Film Podcast, and then do it all over again on Twitter at Crap Film Podcast, because you can never get enough of a crap thing.